What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and today we're going to talk about one of the most important phases of your home purchase process, the inspection process. I'm going to teach you today about what kind of things you should be getting done during the inspection period, what your options are within this inspection period so that you can move into it fully informed. As always, this is Jessica Bordelon Realtor. I am findable now on Instagram, TikTok, and all social media platforms under the new IG name Realtor for Louisiana. Let's talk about it. Most, if not all of the states have a clause about inspection periods. I'm going to speak today more about the requirements within the Louisiana law. Some of this may apply to your state if you're listening from out of state. So be feel free to learn and listen in, but check with a local real estate agent about what actually does and does not apply in your state. So within the state of Louisiana, the majority of inspection periods are 14 days. When do those days begin? So those days actually begin when the original purchase agreement, your original offer, when it is signed by both you and the seller, and you have been communicated with, whether by text or email or phone call, to be informed that the purchase agreement has been accepted. So day one, you know, you looked at the house, you liked it, it looks great. Um, We go ahead and decide how much you're willing to offer for that property. I put together the offer, you and I review it, you make sure that everything looks according to what you want, and we send it over. The seller then has a certain time frame to respond. Uh, We can set that time frame. So as the buyer, you might say, okay, let's give him two days or him or her two days to um, respond. Whatever the response is going to be, they can say yes, they can say no, Um, they can say a counter offer, like instead of what you asked for, change it a little bit, they're going to respond. So once both sides, buyer and seller, have agreed to um, a certain purchase, you know, agreement, arrangement, That's you have. um, That's the day that it begins. As soon as you're communicated about that, most of the time um, people ask for 14 days, but you can actually modify that. And as long as the seller also agrees, it's fine. Some people have gone as short as seven days. Uh, Some people have gone up to 20 days. When it comes to commercial property, sometimes it may extend even further, just because of the nature of the transaction. There might be more specialists required and those specialists may or may not have time in their schedule so we want to extend out that agreement as far as possible um, to make sure that we can accommodate everything that you need to get done before you're locked in that's the great thing about the inspection period you are still not locked in to this property you still have the option of backing out So let's talk now about what does and does not apply during the inspection period. What should you be doing? What are your options? Um, Who should you be calling and bringing in? So the first person that usually gets called is the general home inspector. I want you to think of this person as your general physician, right? The person you go to for your checkups once a year. This is the person, so that's for your body. But for a house, you would want to get your general inspector in there with that in that inspection window. You're also going to want to call a drain line inspector. It's a very common person that is called in. You might want to call in a termite inspector and a mold or, you know, what do they call it? Like organic growth inspector. Um, You do have also have the option of having things tested for lead. 
uh, for other chemicals like asbestos, for example. Um, these are the most common requested um, inspections during the inspection period. And each of them, of course, has their own fees and charges involved. The two that all of my buyers called in was to have the general inspector and the drain line inspector come in. The reason being, usually the these two guys or girls, because I have, I do also have women in the industry, let me not forget. Um, these, these two in particular are usually able to point out red flags that an untrained eye or someone without the proper equipment may or may not be able to see, right? Um, so usually when they point things out, they'll say in the inspection report, you may want to consult with this specific type of expert, right? And that kind of leads us and makes us able to maneuver. So usually after the general home inspection and the drain line inspection is done, you usually have a good sense of what's going on, what needs to get checked out, and if you're comfortable with those items. Now, if you decide to call other people in, um, we'll bring those in, we'll schedule them, and once again, you know, if we need more time, we can request an extension on the inspection period. It, it is okay to ask for that. So let's say, for example, you have your usual two guys that come out, and like usually that's the only two. Like, majority of my buyers, that's the only two. They don't even ask for anyone else because usually the property's in good enough condition, they're okay with it. But let's say, for example, the general inspector says, you know, I'm concerned about this growth. It might be mold, okay? Well, let's say we call the mold person and they don't have any time in their schedule during the inspection window. And you're like, oh God, what's gonna happen now? Well, all we do is we tell the seller, um, look, there's one more inspection that needs to get done. Um, it's a concern. Um, we just need a couple of more days. The majority of sellers are going to be okay with that, okay? Um, we could also, without having, you know, avoiding having to ask for more time, we could just call someone else. There's, you know, definitely always more than one option available for any particular inspection. So we can just call someone else to come out and do the mold test. But that's what I mean. So if it does come into it, we do have the right to ask. Okay, so you can also have contractors and repair people come in. So let's say, you know, you want to have an HVAC specialist, a um, a roofing contractor, a foundation contractor, you can bring all these people in. Typically, my clients only request someone based on the general inspections report. And so one, for example, there was um, a concern noted about a part of the foundation. And so we called in the foundation specialist. Uh, that person went underneath the house, inspected all of the parts and components, and came back and explained um, that actually the concern that the general inspector had identified um, was actually already remedied. Um, and he explained how it was remedied, how it was repaired. Uh, and that helped my client feel more comfortable purchasing the home because she realized, oh, okay, so they noticed the concern early on. They had it taken care of. My, the home is good, right? So those are your usual options during the inspection period. You usually call out these experts. They give you a clear diagnosis, but most of the time it's just those first two. So how much does it cost? Because I know somebody out there is asking. For a decent home inspection, the general inspection is usually gonna run between $300 to $500. And that typically includes checking all of the systems top to bottom, foundation, roof, HVAC, plumbing, 
electrical, all the systems, all the components, all the parts of the property, including the yard. The, the ones that I usually refer people to are also going to look at components and potential issues in the yard. They take out, take a look at the whole property, right? Um, one of the general inspection inspectors also includes a free termite inspection within their package and some don't, you know, so it's a mixture of options. Um, you also want to make sure you get the drain line inspection. The drain line inspection is typically between $200 and $300. Um, the reason the drain line inspection is separate and should be done by a separate expert is because you want somebody who has a video camera that can go into the system and get clear footage of what the inside of the system looks like so you know exactly what you're dealing with. Uh, you do not want to have a, just a regular plumbing inspection because most most general inspectors do a plumbing inspection but they don't get the inside of the drain line and drain lines are a crucial component to the structure of the home if there's a breakage in that line it can cause you major foundation damage in the future so you don't want to avoid this one in my personal opinion you know you always have your option you don't have to do this one but i really feel like it would be it would be dangerous i think to buy a home without getting the drain line inspected. I personally would not get purchase anything without having the drain line inspected first to make sure that, um, you know, long-term I'm not gonna have any issues. So all together, you're looking at, like I said, drain line 200 to 300, uh, general inspection 300 to 500, depending on who you call, right? So on the high end, you're looking at like $800. On the low end, you're looking at like $500. That is for your inspection. Now, if you call in any additional people, of course, it's usually gonna have an additional fee. Sometimes it's a $50 fee, sometimes it's a $100 fee, sometimes it's a $200 fee. Depends on how difficult and you know strenuous the work is for that inspection. I will say this, there are some people out there who will try to charge you way above the normal price. Don't just hire the first person you call when you get a quote, because I had someone who, um, one of the properties that my client was looking at, uh, she, uh, and she is going to be buying it, um, had a septic tank. Now, the septic tank inspection, you know, should cost around $100. This person was trying to charge upwards of like $300, $400 just to come look at the septic tank, the one component that he was going to have to look at. And I'm looking at a guy like he's crazy, you know. So we uh, called a couple other options, and everybody else was like right around the $90 mark. That was the average quote. And so I told my client, yeah, that's, that's more reasonable um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with the other guy because if most of the people are charging around ninety dollars, um, and this one guy is like trying to charge this enormous amount, no, I, no, more expensive doesn't always mean better, especially if you're the only one. Okay, so there you go, five hundred to eight hundred dollars is the typical range for people getting their homes inspected. Now let's talk about what your options are in response to the inspection. The first response is to say, no, I don't want this property. And there's no penalty for that because the inspection period is your time to decide. Um, is this or is this not an option for you? Another thing that I highly recommend during the inspection window is you need to get an idea of all of the expenses involved before the inspection period ends. This is why I tell people, bring in your contractors that you're thinking about hiring. Make them give you a quote. Like if there's some kind of work that needs to be done, they need to give you a quote before the inspection period ends. 
if you wait and you let them like come in after the fact and you've already purchased this place what are you going to do you're going to have to hire a whole other contractor maybe which may be advisable because i've seen a couple of instances where a contractor came in after closing and um, they weren't a part of the inspection process and they didn't provide a quote before closing um, and they charged outrageous amounts for stuff because they pretty much felt like they could get away with it um that's just you know bring them in during the inspection period they need to tell you assess it and give you a quote they need to sign on the dotted line and say that that's what they're going to do uh and you need to lock them in and and make them abide by that agreement um so that's another thing i want to throw out there you know before we get out of this inspection period because like i said you have the right to say hey i'm not buying this um you need to know what your expenses are going to be i also refer people to insurance agents in my network and i also encourage my clients to seek out additional quotes get your insurance quotes together from multiple places you know it's it's not going to be the same at all um carriers you know um get your insurance quotes together get your repair and contractor quotes together before the inspection period ends okay so option one is to say i decided i don't want this property for whatever reason you just decided nope and not for me even if it's just that something about it is going to be too expensive for you okay all right so the next thing that you could do is you can make requests for repairs or updates to the property um, you can ask the seller to take care of certain items that were found during the inspection period can't ask for things that weren't indicated or notated by the inspectors however you have to be reasonable it has to abide by the inspection report so you can't come through and say I decided I want granite countertops because the inspector said the countertops were somewhat damaged no you can't do that okay so <laughs> you can't ask for upgrades I mean I guess technically you could um, I just don't know many sellers that would say yes to something like that but typically you don't want to do that you just want to say okay the the countertop is damaged um can you repair it or can we change the price so besides repairing it you can ask for certain concessions you can ask the seller to adjust the price in accordance with what the estimate was for the work you could ask the seller to pay part or all of your closing cost if that wasn't already in the agreement because sometimes we ask for closing costs right away and sometimes we don't and so sometimes this is when that comes in. It's like, okay, this, this property needs, you know, $3,000 of repair. Um, I don't have an additional $3,000. So, hey, seller person, can you pay part of the upfront costs for me? Can you pay 3,000 of my closing costs and then I can pay to have the repairs done, right? As the buyer. So that's another option. You can ask um, for the seller to pay part of the, part of the costs upfront they can take care of the repairs or you know these kind of options very rarely is it allowed that the seller cuts you a check um, at the closing table it's you know because of the stipulations like you know some banks won't allow it because of the particular lending product um, but I have seen that happen before with certain situations where um, there was like a thousand dollar repair need and the seller said well you know I can't get it taken care of but um, if at the closing table if it's allowed I can ask the, the closing attorney to give a thousand dollar check to the buyer from my profits um, and that and that worked perfectly fine for everybody involved so the buyer was able to get the thousand dollars they needed 
to manage the repair and the seller was able to keep the remaining uh, balance of their profits and so everybody was happy so these are some of the options the point of this is that you have options based on what the inspections say you can pull out of the contract entirely you can have things fixed you can get price reduced you can maybe get funds from the seller these are some of the options the last option is just to say okay I accept the property exactly as it is no changes needed and that does happen sometimes as well um, regardless of what the inspection report may have said if the buyer is like I'm okay with it this is something that I can manage and then we move forward right so those are your options during the inspection period so I call the inspection period like one of the most important parts of this process right it might be the most important part of this process because you are truly getting a clear picture of the property before you purchase and that's why the inspection period is so important and that's why you want to bring in everybody that you need to bring in before you turn in your inspection response once again this is Jessica Bordelon Realtor I can be reached at 504-535 4353. I'm also available, like I said, under my new Instagram and social media name, Realtor for Louisiana. That is also on YouTube, TikTok, and as I said, Instagram. Um, be sure to hit me up if you have any questions. And if you'd like to learn more about the purchase process or the selling process, I'm here anytime you need. Peace.